This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to receive your first month free. We are at uh, Get Pots. Tuesdays at Get Pots. What are you drinking on, Oh, Well, that's the problem. Adam, what am I drinking? Come on on camera and tell everybody. This is Adam. He's the, the main bar- bartender, especially on Tuesdays at Get Pots. What are we so drinking? Nice. We're drinking the Lawson's Super Session IPA from Vermont. La- Lawson's? Yeah. All right. It, it tastes pretty good. It's, it's, very, uh, it's very fruity. I don't mind the fruitiness of it. And the, the reason why... I don't know really what I'm drinking is because uh, Matt's not here. Matt's not here. It's uh, Matt's birthday. With that, I should say hi to Littlefoot. Littlefoot, come on in. There's Littlefoot. What's up, gang? Here's the deal. Matt's not here today because it's it's his birthday, and I'm not supposed to be here either, but I'm a wimp. Why aren't you supposed to be here? Because I'm supposed to be with him and uh, the rest of our friends. He went to his house upstate. Okay. And uh, let's just put it this way. The partying is uh, extreme up there. And I have too much to do. And I didn't trust myself. So I said, you know what, Matt? Can I take you for sushi instead? So I'm going to take well, him for see, sushi for his birthday. That's the responsible father of two, I think. that's uh, you, you get A for effort there. Yeah. So I, I don't have Matt today because he's partying his, his ass off for his uh, birthday. I got a little foot instead, so there you go. <laughs> instead, knowing that that's that's good. I mean, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, but you know I love you. Yeah. Hello. There's Ron Hello. the waiter. So uh, yeah, Matt's. Uh, wait, what's Pat Duffy saying? Your friendly neighborhood stunt boy is now the boss. That's right. Pat Duffy got a huge promotion. Cheers to Pat Duffy. Uh, cheers to Pat. Bitches. Cheers to cheers, Pat. Cheers. 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 Lahayam. Cheers. And also with you. <laughs> Get out! Get out! Get out! Oh my God, we're a target today with Ron the waiter here. No, 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 no. Did you ever go to Cheers? Speaking of uh, Cheers, it was called well, it's the bull. It's called the Bull and Cinch. I know, you know, I've never gone in because I live around the corner. Never went in. I literally live around the corner because I'm from Beacon Hill. Oh, you're from Beacon Hill, yeah. Okay, yeah. I um. That's like me. I, uh, you know, I live uh, what a couple miles from the Empire State Building. I've never been. Do you go to the tour ship, Robert? I have not been. I've been by it. Actually, I've never been there up in the Empire State Building. I did go to the cask and the, the cask and flag in thirty in years ago, thirty-two years ago, whatever. What Nathaniel Hall? Cask no. and flag, isn't there Nathaniel Hall? Isn't that what? What's what was Cheers? Oh, the Cheers bar. No, it was the Bull and Fish. That's what I meant. Bull- Sorry, right. yes, that I went to. Yeah, uh, you know, freshman year just right. to. And so then you, you walked went. in and went, wait, this isn't the same place. They only use the outside facade. I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> I'd like to go have seafood upstairs. I'm sorry, sir. That's something yeah, different. Probably. How about you ever been to the Hilltop Steakhouse? Yes. I, I used to do remotes from the Hilltop Steakhouse. Remember, yes. remember they had the life-size cows yeah. on the front yard? Okay. Okay. This is a true story. What's the name of the club? I forget it, dude. What's the name of the comedy club in Faneuil Hall? A comedy connection. It was a Friday night full. 
And there is a table of Asian college students, female Asian college students, and they wouldn't stop talking, like talking out loud. Like literally their backs to me. You should have told them a math problem. So, so I, <laughs> I'm not even that good at that. And, and I said, and I said, excuse me, honey, what's your name? Whatever. And she said, Karen, whatever. I forget her of name. And it she is. said, oh, you're Karen? I said, oh, my God. The Hilltop Steakhouse just called and they want you back on the lawn. The place oh. went crazy. I said, oh, you're Karen? Oh, listen, they just called. They want you back on the lawn. Dude, the fucking place went crazy. True story. She, she ran out crying. One of her friends gets on the stage. And we're wrestling with the microphone. And it turns out her father's in the Yakuza. <laughs> He's been running ever since. The bouncer, the bouncer takes the microphone away from me and goes, get the fuck off the stage. To and, you. Yeah. Oh and then gosh. and then my other com comedic friend who went on before me, who did very well, was sitting. And I had a half Guinness left for me. And I go to reach for the Guinness. And the bartender takes it and uh, puts it down the sink and goes, Fuck off, fuck off the lavia. Just fuck off, fuck off the lavia. And I'm like, dude, it's wow. comedy. Yeah. yeah, that's my yeah, that's my hilltop steakhouse story. I, I, I like it. Uh, we got uh, oh, John Quartz down there in Philly. What's up, John? John Quartz, John Let's will be see. making a Tuesday's at Gap Parts one of these days. Uh, he gave us a tenner, it's just in a cellar right away. Fibers and likes. Hi, Robert. Happy birthday, Matt. Yeah, well, I made the right move. Because those guys... Is know. it is it Matt's birthday today? Uh, well, he's celebrating it today. And I was supposed to go. And at last minute, I'm like, I, I think I was a little scared. Because it's not, it's not... Let's just put it this way. It's not just a couple beers. It's not just a couple shots. And I'll leave it at that. They go... And it's a Tuesday. It's, it's a, a Tuesday. It, it's a Tuesday. And they, they go... Uh, they're, they're the major leagues. So, oh, I, right. so I'm, I'm down to like double A ball. So what are they point. doing? They're breaking out the whipped cream cans and doing whippets? Like whippets? <laughs> Not no. I didn't say junior varsity. He said major leagues. So there seems like there's a birthday theme because yesterday was my birthday. Oh, oh by the way, birthday, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Don't you remember we did? You want a bare did... bottom spanking? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember we did a show on my birthday once and you had no idea it was my birthday? It right here, right here, and the show was, so it was dedicated like a year to ago. So it might have that been... was before the pandemic. Yeah, no, it was like three or four years ago. Before the pandemic. Yeah, happy birthday, Thank brother! You. Thank you. So uh, Matt's a Scorpio too. You can tell. Yeah, Matt's. Uh, so yeah, you can tell. So Matt will be uh, back next week on Tuesdays at uh, Get Part. So, but I'm more than happy to hang out with uh, Little Foot and Ron the Waiter. And I, I told Ron he has to, he has to talk about his living uh, situation because you've never talked about it on. Uh, well, you might have talked about you, it on. My you know, podcast. I like like I I talk about my lesbian mother and everything, but I actually have, I've never talked about my roommate situation because like I don't know how he's going to feel about it. Like it's it's truly the modern version of the odd couple. Matter of fact, from yesterday my... was odd couple day. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Was it really? Yes, on November 13th. So here's the oh, wait, wait. Under his wife. So it's so oh, hold, hold on, Ron, Ron, so so Ron, Ron, Ron. What? November. On November 13th, Felix Unger's wife suggested that he leave and never return. Dun, dun, I might have the line dun, off a little bit. And that was November 13th? November 13th. So November 13th is dun, dun, in here, New York City. Do you know where the, uh, the opening of that show was filled? Right around here, right? Yes, Lincoln Center area. 
Yes. All right, back to you, Ron. So, so, so you first, live? Are you are you the Oscar or are you the Felix? I am one hundred percent Oscar Madison. I am fucking gross. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fucking gross. He matter of fact, for my birthday, he took me to uh, Don't Tell Mama or Forty Sixth Street to see uh like to see a woman singing Stephen Songheim songs. Oh, it's wow. actually very nice. Oh wow! So that, that gives a clue of uh, what kind of roommate you got. So he truly is Felix Unger. This is I'm gonna make up. You can't live by yourself in New York City. You just can't. You have to have a roommate. Right. The first day. This is how it started off. This is Wait, how did you find the the place? Let's oh, by the way, by the way, guess where he guess where he works? Pete's Tavern. He still works there. That's uh, oh, so you met at Pete's Tavern. Yes. You needed a place. To I stay. did. I did. Okay. Like, All right. like All right. more than a decade ago. He he had an he has an extra bedroom. Okay. So he so, yeah move Ronnie into the shot a little bit. So he had an extra bedroom. He said, "Come live." With yeah, me. like he has to you know he has to walk through my bedroom to get to his. I don't care. What? Everyone, everyone thinks that's gay, but like I don't care. Well, you mean you mean that in the, like the 1920s way? No, like, everyone, everyone thinks like, dude, you're gonna wake up with this penis on your pillow. He relaxes. Everyone just fucking relaxes. No, but he does. He has to walk through my bedroom to get to his. So okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, that, that is a little weird, but that is New York City. Whatever. Well, yeah, so. It's yeah, dude. It's it's. I live in a. I live. In, I think I live in one of the best neighborhoods in 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 the in the country. I live in a Astoria. I live directly across the street from the from the house from Seinfeld. It's a really oh, nice damn. neighborhood. You know when they would do the exterior of George Costanza's parents? Oh, damn. So that's, yeah. So I live across from that brick house. Anyway. All right. This is over a decade ago. I fit, We finished moving everything in from the U-Haul. It's late afternoon. There's a famous Greek seafood restaurant in the corner called Taverna Kiklides or something. And it's pretty famous. And we like let's let's go for a lunch. Let's commemorate it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, it's yeah, really yeah. great. And I order the fried calamari, and I pick up like a tentacle, and there's like three or four clumps. It's like heavy, and I'm like, fuck it. I just I'm hungry, and I just put the whole thing in my mouth, and I'm starting to chew, and it's cold and chewy in the middle, and I'm like, well, I'm like, whatever. I've had sushi. I just swallow it. 30 minutes later, I'm like sweating. <laughs> I don't feel good. I'm like, I'm like, I, I sit in my room. I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. Let, let, we got to go. <laughs> right. so we, we go home. I, I immediately go into my bedroom. I, I, I get, I get naked and I go to bed. As you do. I wake up vomiting. Like I literally, it's like all over me. Oh I'm panic. Oh I'm, 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 I'm panicking. I'm naked. I'm vomiting. So, but it's it's not stopping. It's projectile because I have fucking food poisoning. Right. So I now run. My bedroom leads right into the living room. He's on the couch watching a Judy Collin movie. I come a running. Judy Collin movie. Garland. Judy Garland. Oh, Judy Garland. Oh, oh, you know, Garland. Like, like Wizard of Oz. Sure, sure. He actually has a collection. <laughs> he does. He has, All right. So and. I'm I'm now running through the living room with my hand with my hand like covering my covering this. Yeah. And my hand is like this. I'm trying to keep it in and it's going through each finger slot like a sprinkler. This and you can hear it splattering off of shit. Oh my so god. You got you got the flat screen television. You can you can hear it you can hear it hitting the flat screen television. Like pop, 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 like and on on one side of the flat screen television, he has a Collector's edition of 
leather-bound Harry Potter books. You can hear it <laughs> hitting the leather. You, like, on the other side is a, is, is a bookcase of Judy Garland memorabilia and Wizard of Oz stuff. One of the squirts like knocks over one of the dolls. I, I don't, I, I can only imagine what he's thinking. I am now entering the kitchen. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. You have to go through the kitchen to get the bathroom. Oh, I am now, it's now, you can hear it hitting off the fridge. I, I'm, so I'm like, fuck it. Let me, let me, let me start off in the, ki in, in, in the sink in the kitchen. There, it's filled with dirty dishes. So right. I'm like, so it's now splattering my face. So now there's a little hall and then there's the bathroom. I finally make it to the bathroom. I fill the sink and I clog it. <laughs> I am just, just covered. And I'm like, I don't feel good. I, I cover myself. I walk slowly through the kitchen. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, I, I walk through the living room. I stop. And I, and I look at it. By the way, like, it's in my hair, my chest here, my pubes. It's in between my toes. Oh, my God. And I look at I just turn and I look at it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like man, I'll, I'll, I'll clean it later. I'll clean it later. And I just, I go to bed. But first of all, I look at him. He, this is, this is what he's doing. Like that, he's he's surveying what I. He's like this, he's trying to figure like, out. It, like, like, like he, he looks like he's in shock. I think all he's right. nonverbal. I say, listen. I just go back to bed. <laughs> when I wake up, everything's clean and shiny. It's nice. like da 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 da. It's literally like everyone's like, and everyone knows. He, he, we worked at the same place. Everyone was like, Stephen, like, how the fuck do you do it? How do you deal with uh, he Ron the waiter? He does drink a lot. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to receive your first month free. And we all know what Blue Chew is, right? It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Imagine that, chewable tablets that can supercharge your performance. The best part, you can take them anytime, day or night. So whether you want to plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Blue Chew has got you covered. Okay, here's how it works. You sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. No more awkward conversations with the doctors or waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's all done online, discreetly, and conveniently. Oh, and by the way, it comes to your house in a discreet package. It doesn't say like, border pills! On the side of the box. And you know, they always say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? Blue Chew can help you leave a lasting impression where it counts. But oh, does it work? Or are you just saying all this to get a few bucks for your podcast? Man, you don't have to take my word for it. Try Blue Chew free for a month and see for yourself. Trust me, you're gonna love it. Did I mean that? All right, here's the exclusive offer for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. 
That's bluechew.com. Use the promo code OPI, O-P-I-E, to receive your first month free. Once again, bluechew.com, promo code OPI, O-P-I-E, to receive your first month free. And he's a, he's a gay gentleman? Yeah. Have you ever, you know, just because for the goof? Or he's, he's caught me a few times. <laughs> With what? Because he has to go through my bedroom. He, he's caught me, you know. And having private time with myself. <laughs> he has. I, I like, he a, does this. Like, like, he'll go through, he'll go, he'll go. I don't know when he's coming and going. So you play, pun intended. I so guess. you basically play oopsie with him, like knowing when he's coming. Like, oh, oops, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> splish, splash. <laughs> oh, my. Does he bring gentlemen home and all that? No, he's, uh, he, apparently, he had a relation, he had a long-term serious relationship with a Marine. <laughs> And since he's never had a relationship since, but that was before I moved in. But the Marine wrecked up, I guess. All right. Be, by, by the way, being a Marine back then, mm-hmm. you there was no no ass no tell. Like you couldn't, you you can't say it at all. I mean, my roommate's sixty seven years old. I live. I taught. I, I honestly, I live. I live with uh, Felix Unger. That's uh, I do. I really do. It's. Do you ever do anything like normal? Like, I mean, just the story of you getting sick is epic. Like, you have you You're live an epic, epic life, don't yeah, you? Can I can I can I tell you the one time I, I actually cried? I was blind drunk and I did a fucking Chris Folly. And he had like one of these, but it's not a stool. He had it was a table. Right. And on the table was his mother's plant from her oh, she's dead, you know. <laughs> you know? Wait, 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 wait. So when you mean you you did it, Chris Farley? Because when you say Chris Farley, it could be many things. So we're talking about when he was the motivational speaker, like when and, when, and when he's going in, through. You know, you know when Chris table? Farley goes through tables? Yeah, sure. I actually cried because he cried. What, what happened? Because I'm, his mother did, wasn't in the plant did, fertilizing it. He's, like, I was blind drunk. It was not just like the. It was the. It was the plant from her garden, and it was the last living thing he had of her. Like you know what I mean? Right. It was like almost like an heirloom, and it was in this beautiful like blue and white china <laughs> um, fucking pottery bowl. And I lost my balance and literally it was like, I, I belly flopped it. Like I, I was, dude, I was sliced up. I, I was sliced up because porcelain shop shattered everything, God. dude. I sh- shattered what everything. What kind of plant was it? I, I don't know. And why couldn't you save the plant? It was, it was like Venus flytrap. Right? I don't know. It was, it was one of those I don't know how well, to. Why would he it. cry? Couldn't he get it, put it all back together he died, somehow? Nah, he once he, when he looked at it, he's like, uh, he just started crying. <laughs> he just started crying. I was like, I'm sorry. He's like, you and don't understand. Still with him. He still puts up with you, Ron. He he begs me to clean the bathroom. He what? He begs me to clean the bathroom. He's like. If you want to give me a present, if you want to give me a Christmas present or a birthday present, just clean the bathroom. That's all he wants is for you to clean the bathroom? No present. <laughs> you got no present. I, I'm pretty bad. I probably shut up my game a little bit. I, I, had, a, I had a crazy roommate when I was living in uh, Geneseo. Uh, we lived there for the summer, and we, we rented a house. It was, it was three of us and three girls. And Where? We, where? Geneseo. Italy? Upstate Italy. New York. <laughs> I'm not from here. Outside Rochester. Oh. I wish I went to school in Italy. Doesn't that sound like a 
Italian. Uh, I just I Genesee. know it's part of the State University of New York system. I'm from Boston. See, <laughs> this is where Littlefoot uh, looks down at me because he went to Emerson and I, I went to Geneseo. No, no Geneseo is great. Well, now it is, but back then it was a drinking school. Aren't they all now? Oh no, you can't. No, do that Geneseo. Anymore. They call it Dude. the uh, the Ivy League of the SUNY system. Any upstate uh, college is a drinking school. Well, Suburb, of course. yeah, it's crazy. Of course. Yeah. But uh, we lived there for the summer, three girls, three boys, and one of them was batshit crazy, liked the Grateful Dead, liked the Grateful Dead, and liked to uh, put a stick in a cup of dirt and dance in the rain. Yeah, that's the reaction I was looking for. Yes, like what? Yes. And then um, I got two stories with her. So the first one, I was going on a little, uh, a little date. Every once in a while, you remember this in college, right? You didn't. Go, uh, you went to college. Every once in a while, you would dress up for a gal, and you might have to like iron a shirt or something, sure. right? So I needed an iron. You had your blue Oxford uh, J. Crew shirt. Yeah, and I needed an iron, and she had the iron, and I go, "Can I use your iron?" And she's like, "Yeah, no problem, but be careful." I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll be careful, you know. I start ironing, and she kept uh, kept checking on me as I'm ironing, like, "No, really, be careful." And she's getting crazier and crazier. And next thing you know, as I'm ironing, she goes, no, be careful, grabs the iron like from some psycho movie. And now I'm wrestling the iron with her because I don't know if she's going to hit me in the head <laughs> with it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but something in her head, like she was convinced that uh, all hell was going to break loose because I'm using her iron. And she grabbed it. Now we're doing a tug of war. The iron is red hot. So that was the first story. And then, um, yeah, she's a little nuts. Yeah. So this is the best. This is the best story, though. So all of a sudden, um, in the house, we started smelling something that was a little rank. And, you know, we're college kids or sort of college kids. We might have graduated and stayed an extra summer, whatever. So we're looking around. Where the, where the hell is the smell coming? Is it leftovers? Is it something somebody threw behind the couch? I think I know what you're going to say. Did someone, like, you know, shit their pants? Uh, no, it wasn't oh, that. Oh, she didn't shit? So the smell, as the days went on, got more and more rank. And we're like... Something's dead. Something's dead in our house. So me and uh, I, I think it was Buzzy. Me and Buzzy, uh, we decide to explore. So we get we get a flashlight, and we're following the smell. And it's so bad, like literally, we put Vicks under our nose, and we're holding our face, like, oh my god. We realize it's down in the basement of the house, and the basement's dark with a uh, with a dirt floor. And now we're smelling, smelling like, okay, it's definitely down here, right? So uh, near the boiler, we're like, it's something around the boiler. We get closer and closer. The smell is so fucking bad. We're ready to pass out and give up on this whole thing. <laughs> Laying right next to the boiler was a dead, bloated cat. Now, the story goes that we finally got from her, and this was after they dragged her away in a straitjacket, by the way. Right. <laughs> You're lucky. The story we got finally was the fact that she saw a, uh, a dead cat on the side of the road and felt bad for it and decided to bury it in our house next to our boiler. <laughs> it had like little flowers and stuff around uh, it. Yeah. Um, and then... So she didn't do a good job of burying it. No, she just she just placed it and gave it a little 
a little. That's it, it looked like it, it looked like, like a roadside. Uh, but that's it, it looked like she gave some kind of ceremony and then left the like some little flowers around and nothing crazy. Some wildflowers. That sounds like the type of person. Or when you wake up, she's over you with a knife going. Oh, yeah. I told you not to fuck with the iron. Uh, oh, yeah. No, the, the iron <laughs> like, thing was a clue because yeah, that's she, she was freaking out that like, something bad was going to happen with the iron. She needed a backup. Like, oh, yeah, I, can't let, I can't let go of this iron because I don't yeah. know if she's going to hit me in the in the head. So um, the last uh, the last straw, she was uh, getting crazier by the day, crazier by the day. And she would start screaming and yelling as she's wandering around the house manically. Uh, schizophrenic. Probably. Yeah. We, you know, we're tough guys. I was in a fraternity. We were fighting every weekend, like just stupid shit. We weren't scared of much back then. We were scared shitless of this <laughs> We were scared shitless <laughs> And she had a manic episode that was so bad. Everyone ran in my room and locked the door. And we're in there like, what the fuck are we going to do? What the fuck? Yeah. Should we call somebody, right? And she's outside the door, like, banging, like, what's going on in there? What's going on? I know you're in there. And we're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we actually jumped on the roof and and figured out how to, like, hold ourselves like this and drop down to the ground and get the fuck away from the house. And then, uh, long story short, I, I forgot how it ended, but we had to call the authorities. And they dragged her away in a, uh, a straitjacket. And then um, the end of the summer... We're all just loving life again, having fun. Our friends are over. We're partying like college kids should. And we get a knock on the door. It was her. Hi, guys. I'm better now. <laughs> she literally goes, hi, guys. I'm better now. And we're like, good for you. But uh, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. Yeah. She, she's on medication for sure. But uh, the dead cat. The dancing in the uh, in the rain with a stick in a in one of those white styrofoam cups, I'll never forget it. And one of my one of my friends, he lived in the apartment in the uh, in the house downstairs that was separate from uh, us. And at six in the morning, she's just dancing to the dead. And my friend Bertie goes, "Shut the fuck up!" Was she uh, was she hot? Yeah, she was hippie hot. Oh, she was hippie hot. Yeah, hippie hot, right? Hippie hot. And, and where is she now? I mean, she's better now, you said, right? So where, where is she now? Oh, Jesus. That's so many years <laughs> ago. Wait, which institution? You got any good roommate stories? I do. Uh, my first roommate in college. I had only had one roommate in college, freshman year. And he was a nice guy. He was the oldest of eight Irish kids from Springfield, Mass. Springfield, Massachusetts. So home he, of the basketball home hall home of fame. fame. Yeah. He had this room set up before I got there. He he must because he was closer, right? So he got in first. We got along because I was into the dead and he was into the dead. Did not wear shoes. And this was we were in Boston and it, it was this no traditional campus. This is a city school. Did not wear shoes to class out outside until it got cold, till nice. like November. I get that. Um we bought like a tarp or something to divide the room in half for privacy because we got girlfriends. Now, I learned physics really quickly that semester because a tarp, a cotton tarp, doesn't muffle sound. Right. <laughs> so I hear his girlfriend. He hears, you know, what I've got going on and all that. And then um, he just progressively... I mean, Nice guy, but just quirky college kind of stuff. Uh, 
used, uh, I remember Sesame Street sheets the whole time. Uh, and I remember coming home, I had done like a back-to-back seven or eight hours on the air straight. Oh, Jesus. And I'm carrying a crate of vinyl records. I kick open the door, holding the records, and his bed was right in front. And I see his girlfriend riding him <laughs> like mad on a motorcycle. Like, like a silhouette. Oh no, no, no. no. Like no, I walk in no and, here. and it's and it's and it's this. It's like, hey, oh, how are you? <laughs> and then I turn into Rain Man. Yeah, I just definitely I got gotta it. I just gotta put my records down. No, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna go get dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no apology, you know, none of why, that. Why an apology? No, I don't. You should be thanking him. Right? For the show? For the, yes, for the show. Well, then I was always wondering, was, like, was she hot? Is he? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Was she hot? Right? You know. Yeah, um, but a story like that, it doesn't matter if the person's hot, I think. Right? I mean, it helps. It I mean, helps, I mean, but it's so erotic. Like, and what like, if you look yeah. like Jabba the Hutt?